0: Let's have a mystical conversation, the kind where we lose ourselves in the wonders of divine mysteries, shared dreams from the other side, intuitive nudgings, and soul mission yearnings. A mystical conversation is what happens when we lift above the ego mind and review life from that place of divine inspiration. It's the place we go to know things we can't see from everyday reality. We have to rise up within our consciousness to get this new view. Hello, I'm Sue Frederick, your host for today's mystical conversation. I'm the author of eight books, including I See Your Dream Job, And bridges to heaven true stories of loved ones on the other side i'm a lifelong intuitive and master numerologist and for the past 20 years i've made my living coaching people with intuition numerology and mystical conversations i've helped thousands of clients remember their soul's mission find their purpose and create a life that fulfills them emotionally spiritually and financially I'd love to do a phone session with you. Just visit my website, suefrederick.com. Today's guest I am so excited about. Her name is Shelly Scheinberger, and I met her in, I believe it was 2019, when she came to my grief-shifting workshop at Kripalu Institute, and her story is a powerful story, and you'll hear about it today. Um, She describes herself as a wife and mother of two. One child is across the veil. And she has a master's degree in higher education, administration, counseling, and counseling. And she works at a private liberal arts college for over 25 years she's been assisting students with learning disabilities and recently she finished her reiki master certification so the other thing about shelly cuz i do i'm a master numerologist so i always do everyone's path It's so perfect. She's an Aquarius eight path. And if you know about numerology, you know that that is the path of learning to own your power in every way possible, in spite of all circumstances. And Shelly is the mom who's lost a child to cancer, and there could be no more painful experience on earth than that. And through all of it, she has stepped up into her spiritual power, her highest power, and today, her work empowers others, especially children. She's such a beautiful soul. I'm honored to introduce her. Shelley, say hello. Hi there. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so um, I like to start off with a mystical dream, but I just want you to share a little bit about your journey with Kristen because it is such a powerful story. So why don't you give yeah. us the background? All right,
1: um and I'll try to it was eight long years of fighting cancer. Uh she was diagnosed when she was 8 years old, um in the 3rd grade and she she never complained. She always had a smile on her face and she made the most of each day. So she taught us a lot. Mm. Um through her challenges and she passed away when she was 16 in December of 2018 and we we miss her tremendously we miss her Mm. smile we miss her
0: courage uh, we miss her vivacious personality You know, I've connected with her in that workshop, and she is an angel. I'm sure I told you that then, but she has such a radiance around her. And even in the pictures that you've showed me of her, you know, Mm -hmm. when she was bald and going through chemo and everything, there is an angelic radiance that comes from her presence that just blows me away. And have you experienced her visiting you? I have. I do get
1: signs, but I've had um, two dreams that were so real and so vivid that I don't think I could forget them if I tried. Hmm, Please share. Okay. Uh, The first dream I had was probably a few months after she had passed. I'd say maybe four to six months after she had passed. And every night before I go to bed, um, you know, it's quiet and I talk to her and I tell her good night and you know, just have a conversation with her. And this particular night, I was having a difficult time. I was missing her,
0: mm-hmm. and you—you
1: know—you try not to be sad. You try to, to be positive, but there there are moments. And of course, that night, I told her I needed a dream. I needed to know that she was okay, and I needed to know what she was doing during the day, that parent side of me wanted to know that she was okay. And being right. Like yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That somebody was taking care of her. That's a, that's a completely natural mother's urge, you know? <laughs> right.
1: Right. So um, she must've heard me because later that night um, I uh, had this dream where I could see her and she was glowing. She was mm. bald. Uh, she was the same age as when she passed away, and I saw her around her girlfriends. They were at a, in a school environment. They were all looking at their textbooks and giggling and laughing, and it was in color. I could see their hair. You know, I knew who each person was, Aww. and she looked at me, and she held her finger up to her lips like a shh. <laughs> and, she, and she smiled and she and to me it was like I'm I'm here with my friends they just don't know it you know like I'm Aww. spying on them I'm here with them and so um she just looked so healthy and strong I I felt such love and although I couldn't see myself I saw my arms go out to her Aww. like come to me
0: yes and
1: I couldn't see her below the waist but it was like she floated over to me and she gave me a quick hug Uh, she smiled and she then floated right back to her friends and held her finger up to her uh, lips again, like, shh, like be quiet, you know, like be quiet and you'll know kind of thing. So the message I got from that was that she is with her friends, that she was happy, that she, um, she could see what they were doing. She could still kind of be in their mix and, she just let me know that she was okay and that
0: she was busy and that she was having a good time. I love that. I'm just so happy that you know she gave you that dream and that you were able to remember it and find comfort in it. Do you write down those dreams or do they just stay with you? Well, I did write it down, but it that one is so vivid. I couldn't
1: forget it if I tried. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like I was there or she was with me. It was
0: just right. so beautiful. Yeah. And there's a kind of dream <clears throat> that you're describing that I've had too, where we wake up knowing that we've been lifted into another dimension, that we feel a different kind of energy that we know we've been with that soul, that other person. Is that how you experienced it? It is. It
1: is. I, no one could, could take it away. Right. It, it was a gift for me.
0: You know, Shelly, it's, It's just so beautiful that you share this because as you know, there's so many parents grieving their children and... And um, I believe it's just the hardest thing we could ever experience. But I've also told you, as I tell my students, that you know, mother grief is our greatest spiritual teacher. And if you've agreed to go through this kind of heartbreaking loss, it means you're a very powerful old soul, and you've agreed to get to the point where you're able to help others use your pain as fuel. Do you feel that this experience with Kristen has? has changed you and sort of changed your focus on life. I do believe
1: that. I think um, going through the journey with her, it brought me into a whole new world of spirituality that I probably would have never even thought about or considered. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned that I'm stronger than I think. And the more grateful and positive I am about
0: what's going on around me, the better life gets. So beautifully said. I really hope other grieving parents will hear your words and and find comfort in them. And as I say to all my friends and clients, Shelley, you got to write a book about this.
1: <laughs> I know. I want to, and that's that's my fear is holding me back. But I do want to write a book, and I want to tell her story.
0: Well, it's important because, you know, every time a grieving parent reads a story like yours, they feel that they can get through their grief. And you know, we are here to empower others with, from our own wisdom that we've gained in our deepest moments of pain. And when you came to the workshop at Kripalu, you were such a shining light. All those other people who were grieving got so much strength from you, you know, and as an eight path, don't ever underestimate your power and your beauty and your ability to impact people, Shelley, You're a gorgeous, powerful soul. Thank you. Did you say you had another experience as well that you wanted to share? I did, and this one's even better. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, My
1: second dream came um, probably about a year after the first dream. And um, again, I was having a rough day. I was missing her. Um, I had a rough day at work and I was coming home, driving in my car and I was speaking to her and it was funny. I, I was saying, you know, it's time for another dream now. You need to give me another dream. I need to, to know that you're okay. I need to, <laughs> you know, I need to see you again. And I remember speaking to my grandmothers who both had passed and saying, can't you make her give me a dream? Make
0: her behave. <laughs> Like every no, no. mother of a
1: teenager,
0: like make my
1: daughter call me. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it felt like. I'm like, come on, make her give me a dream. Um, so they must have heard me um, because later that night I had an amazing dream. I was with my husband and my son. And we were looking for something, but I didn't know what we were looking for. You know, I could just see us um, in this environment. It was like a wooded environment and we were just walking around and we were looking and I turned and I saw this woman who was probably in her late 20s and she was dressed from the 19, I would say 40s maybe. I didn't recognize her um, because she was wearing clothes that I'm not used to seeing, but she was walking with Kristen hand in hand. Oh, wow. And- Kristen was about seven years old. Um, It was was pre-cancer and she had both of her legs and she was beaming in a little hot pink t-shirt and jean shorts and she just looked like I remembered. I probably have pictures of that memory, but she she came running to me when she saw me. She jumped into my arms and she wrapped her legs around me, and I was just crying and hugging her. And Mm. all I could hear was, I am here. I am always with you. And she wasn't saying it, like her mouth wasn't moving, but I could hear that telepathically. She was just saying it over and over I'm here. I'm always with you. I'm here. I'm always with you. And so after a few minutes of crying and hugging, I (laughs) handed her to her father, and the woman sat me down and she turned my hands up, as in, palms up like a meditative state and she put her fingers to her lips like shh again so this is the second dream where I'm being told to quiet myself quiet my mind to
0: meditate
1: Um, yeah yes I and and it and it took the second dream for me to really get that you know like Mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily pick it up from the first dream and 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 so I'm looking at her and I'm confused and I'm like what does this mean do I need to meditate more? And she turned into my grandmother. Like she literally just right. vaporized into my grandmother that I knew, which was a much older grandmother with wrinkles and right. you know twinkly eyes. So I, then I was crying even harder because I, you know, have not heard or seen from my grandmother in so long. And right. she was holding my hands and she was just beaming and smiling. Um, and then I felt myself, Almost like somebody was laying me down and I felt uh, I felt pressure, like somebody was laying next to me mm-hmm. and then it was over. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the most beautiful dream because I got to hug her and squeeze her and she told me she was with me and oh. I believe her. I believe she knows and they hear me
0: when I'm talking to them. And you felt that presence even when you woke up.
1: Yes. Yes, it you just, know, it, I was smiling all day.
0: It was yeah. just for me. I, I just love these dreams. They're so powerful and they're such an example of a mystical experience where we're lifted into the divine realms for that higher perspective. And I'm so happy that Kristen stopped her busy life and called you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I had to get my grandmother's involved, but she did.
0: (laughs) And I love the story of your grandmother because, you know, when the souls cross over, they go back to an age where they felt happy and healthy as they appear to us. And uh, you're And I've always said we may not even recognize our grandparents because they're going to show up looking young and healthy the way they were in their prime of life. And um, so your grandmother had to change her appearance to old lady so you'd recognize her. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes, she did. And she was giggling like I could just see that was mischievous,
0: like this is who I am. You know, now you know who I am. Right, right. That's so great. Oh, gosh, Shelly, these are just wonderful. I can even just feel Kristen laughing around us right now, like kind of, yes. you know, <laughs> dancing and really enjoying this conversation. Yes. Um, yes. And did you, in your eight years of medical challenges... Um, that would have taxed any mother, did you ever feel intuitive knowings during that time that were urging you in a certain direction or telling you something, even dreams, you know, before Kristen crossed? I did. I would have moments where, um,
1: you know, we would be having to make a hard decision and all of those decisions were life and death decisions. It were very difficult. And, do we go to Texas? Do we go to Japan? Um, and usually my gut instinct somehow would help me find the answers. Um, right. I don't even know how I always got the answers, but, but they came to me somehow. And we also let Kristen help guide us and make decisions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that there was a higher power maybe
0: helping guide us to, right. to make those decisions because those healthcare choices are <clears throat> so difficult to make and especially to make them for another person and um, you know, that's when our int- we have to really eventually just quiet the mind, meditate, and really access our higher wisdom, our intuition, whatever we want to call it. And what I love most is that you've been guided so many times to meditate from the spirits on the other side, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. And and all of us know that when we're facing a challenge here In life on physical earth, that quieting the mind, meditating is how we can get in touch with our soul's wisdom, and make uh, the the best choice. Um, I was also wondering, uh, you know, you I've met your beautiful husband at the workshop, and I haven't met your son, but I've I've seen pictures of him. You know, how are they doing and do they have any kinds of dreams or mystical experiences since Kristen's crossed? My
1: husband has had a dream um, that she just walked in the house and said, good night, Dad. And he <laughs> said it was, you know, it was just like she was still coming home, you know, <laughs> Um and, and I, he sees signs. My son is younger, and I don't know that he's quite ready or open to to those kinds of things. Um, right. We do see a lot of white moths. I think that's one of her key signs. We see all, all these white moths all the time. And in mm-hmm. fact, today, as he was leaving this morning, I said, there's Kristen. She's saying, be careful. And there was a white moth flying right around his car. So. Oh. <laughs> um, I keep, I keep bringing it up. He just looks at me
0: like I may be a bit crazy. He's young. <laughs> He'll come around. He'll come <laughs> around. Kristen will help him come around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, what would you say to anyone who today is listening to this and they're struggling with grief or struggling to get through um, the cancer of a loved one, particularly a child, um, what words of wisdom would you like to share? Well, it is a
1: very difficult place to be, but I think you have to trust your instincts and trust your intuition. Um, you have to be fully honest with your child. Even though they are a child, they need to know what's going on and help make the decisions because it's their life and their body
0: and, mm-hmm. um,
1: and I think for me, as I was going through all of this, this is what started my spiritual journey. I started reading because there was in the back of my mind the, the, the fact that she would pass mm-hmm. and where would she go and who would she be with. And right. I had to figure that out. So I started reading every book I could read. And I think um, being open and learning about different ideas is really crucial. Oh, that's um, growing. so good.
0: Yeah. I love that because, you know, that was my journey of grief when I was 29 years old and my husband died. Suddenly, we can't take what we've always believed. We need to go explore and figure it out for ourselves and sort of have our own cellular knowingness of where our loved one has gone. And, like you're saying, that requires kind of a spiritual exploration journey. We have to read books that we would never have read before. You know, we've right. got to meditate and quiet the mind and have our own experiences. And that is how we rise above our devastating grief to get a higher understanding of what's going on. This yes, is what you're going to You're going to write about this someday, shall we? <laughs> <I? laughs> so in your soul's journey which has been so powerful i'm such a huge fan of you shelly what would you say if we believe that our souls come here to learn and evolve um, what would you say you've come here on this challenging path to learn i think truly i've learned that we don't die. We literally shift
1: into a different realm and our soul carries on its energy. And um, if we do quiet our mind and if we do learn uh, to be open and to believe, we can communicate. We can get signs. We can still have a relationship, even though it may be different from when that person was here on earth.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful and so important for people to hear that, yes, we can still have a relationship with our departed loved ones, even if it's different, that relationship continues. That is the best thing to share with people. Um, You know, my favorite ending uh, question as we wrap up, um, I love Hamilton, the musical. <laughs> yeah. And and I love their final, the final song is Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. And if we pretend that you've crossed over and someone here is sharing the story of Shelley, what would you, how would you have them describe your life? Oh, that's a good one. I guess
1: I would say, my life. They would. They would say that I. That I continue to learn, and to be open, and to explore. Um, all. All there is. I. I, I want to be open and kind and help people as much as I can. And I realize that each day, is a gift, and I can e- either make it worthwhile and give back. Or I could be sad and curl up in a chair and nothing happens. And so it's, it's really um, it's our choice and that
0: each day is a day we need to make the, the most of. Beautiful. And I would even add, I would say, Shelley Scheinbarger is an example of a powerful woman who rose to her highest wisdom, even when facing devastating loss. And she's an inspiration not only to every mom, <laughs> but wow. to every grieving person. I love you, Shelly Scheinberger. You're my you're my uh, you're my true hero. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me share share my dreams. And is there anything else you want to share? And do you have a website or anything you'd like people to go to? No, I do not have a
1: website, but I do hope to start writing um, her story and my story because they weave together so so beautifully, and she's taught me so much that I do hope.
0: Um, to get through my fear and to start writing and be able to tell this story. Well, give me a call because I can help you do that because I, I can help you overcome that fear because you have got to share your gorgeous story. All oh, right thank you. <laughs> Until we meet again. This is Sue Frederick having a mystical conversation with Shelley Scheinbarger. and you can learn more about my work at, at suefredrick. com. Thank you, Thank you, Shelley. Thank you.